Welcome to the Everything Action Cast, the official podcast of EverythingAction.com. Hello and welcome to the Everything Action Cast, the podcast for the week of November 7th, 2022. I'm your host, Zach. This time we have Chris. Hello. And uh, we got tons of diving into, so let's jump right into it. And we got to kick things off with, we got a new trailer for John Wick Chapter 4. Uh, they had a whole, um, I don't know if you noticed, saw on YouTube, Chris, but like Lionsgate had like a 24-hour countdown to the trailer. Oh, no, I, I, I saw that, and it was yeah. cryptic as shit, but did you even call the number? I, I didn't call or text the number. Were you supposed to call it or text it? I, I don't know, but it was just like a <laughs> random number. Because they had you, like, I think last year or something, like, they had, like, if you wanted, it was some sort of, like, you could, like, see the trailer earlier or get some sort of, like, preview thing early if you texted the thing. It's like, oh, you're you're texting the Continental. You're texting, like, <laughs> they're doing, they did that before. But, um, yeah, it, it, it's up it's up for everybody. Um, yeah, so Chapter 4 of the John Wick saga. Um, still, John is still up against the high table. Although we get, we we do get a little, we definitely get more of like the uh, general plot of this one, which is apparently uh, Bill Skarsgård is the uh, what's his title? He's the the Marquis, the Marquis de Gramont, <laughs> <laughs> and apparently there is some sort of new. There's another kind of rule or like tradition in like the world of John Wick where like so John can challenge Bill Skarsgård to like single combat. With like, it looks like like single shot, like it looks like those like that like pistol that like Lance Harrison uses in like dueling pistols. Yeah, dueling pistols. pistols. Yeah. So they if 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 John challenges Bill Skarsgård and wins, then like I guess like John can be on the high table where he can like they'll like they'll let him like fully leave. No, like you're like no more assassins. No more. You never have to come back. Like you're, you're totally free from us. You figure you're like high ranking dude who you defeat frees you from this world. It would be not looking like this in a world of thugs. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it seems like I don't I don't know if, I don't know if Bill Scarcher is like sending other assassins to like stop John from challenging him or something. But there's a whole slew of other like assassins after John again, uh, including. Donnie Yen as Kane, which I mean, we saw a little bit a, a, a glimpse of their sh- fight in the first trailer. We got more of it in this trailer. That seems like it's going to be potentially like an all-time greatest action sequence of all time. <laughs> I mean, they're fighting with like the, they both have katanas, they both have guns. It's like a katana duel, a gun duel. And I think there's, there's also like the lead-up where like John's like just beating that guy over the head with like nunchucks. Yeah, we that just windmills that dude in the head. Yeah. So that that's yeah, that seems like just yeah, like potentially like an all time <laughs> greatest fight scene. Um and also like Scott Atkinson is here, like Marco Zavar. Um I didn't see Scott. Where where was he? I don't I don't, I don't think they were there I don't think he was in the trailer. I didn't see him in the trailer, but I mean I'm sure he'll pop up and hopefully be he'll have be an awesome fight scene. Uh, Hiroyuki Sonata's in this movie. Um, Lance Reddick and Ian McShane are back. Larry Trishman's back. Uh, Clancy Brown's there. It's like the he looks like the referee of like this like duel or whatever. 
I was wondering if that was him or not. And, uh, yeah, Chance the Husky's back to direct, uh, and it's going to be March 23rd next year, which cannot come soon enough. I just, was, I just wanted to, like, hook this movie to my eyeballs <laughs> right now because it, look, it looks awesome. I feel like, I, I mean, of of the series, like, two is probably the weakest, but three was, like, so freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It, it had some issues with... Um like pacing but it like made up for it by just i don't know uh like it made two gave a lot of lore three was just like anyway here's the action that everyone loved about one yeah because i mean three had the like whole opening and and, like he's trying to get out of new york and it was like the horse horse versus motorcycles and like the the room where he just finds like all the old, like the knives just throws like a thousand knives in that one guy, and then you get the whole like Halle Berry and her dogs sequence, and then like the final battle against Mark Dacascos. <laughs> the final battle Mark Dacascos was good, but I just didn't like how Mark Dacascos was just like a fanboy more mm-hmm. than a professional. Yeah. Donnie Yen just seems straight up like he's not gonna be a fanboy. Yeah. And he seems like Anian is like a John Wick type guy too, because he's got like a troubled thing, and then he's mourning probably a dead wife or something. <laughs> they both have dead wives. I'm not kidding. If you look at it, I think that's what it is. Yeah. But yeah, next year more John Wick action. Can't wait. Um, we also got a new trailer for Glass Onion, which is, I think, I believe mean, this is the full trailer, or whatever whatever they call, whatever the trailer is, <laughs> the second trailer is called, usually. Um, but yeah, longer, more, we get to more see more of what's going on, um, and basically more of the setup, like, so basically Ed Norton is inviting all these people to his private island in the Greek Isles for a murder mystery, like, weekend, like, a big, like, interactive puzzle game, and then... It's like they don't show it in the trailer, but I'm assuming I'm assuming he's the one that gets murdered, <laughs> and then uh, everyone else is the suspect. And then Benoit Blanc, who was invited along with everybody else, is now like, "Well, I gotta solve this murder now." <laughs> like, yep, time to go to work. One of those type things. Yeah. But I, I mean, it, it look it looks fun. I mean, it looks like like that same Knives Out energy. I don't I don't I don't know if they're gonna do the same like. You're gonna know who the killer, like, or what happened within the first five minutes, like the knives out <laughs> did. We're kind of like, totally, oh, like, like the like who done it thing to like because you know who done it. Yeah, yeah. And then it's just like the, the, it's just like all trying to cover their tracks before <laughs> but my block focuses out. Like I, this, this one from the trailer, this one seems like maybe more of like a straightforward like who done it of like we got like a you know like a murder on the Oregon Express or something where it's just like all these people here here. Which one is it? <laughs> Who's the killer? All of them? Maybe. But uh, it's going to be November 23rd. It's going to be in theaters for a week. Um, and then it'll be on Netflix on December 23rd, streaming for everybody. Just in time for Christmas, you can watch the new Ben Blanc mystery. And uh, also on Netflix, and also basically coming out for Christmas, is we got the first trailer this week for 
The Witcher Blood Origin, which is the four-episode prequel series to The Witcher, uh, starring Michelle Yeoh. Um, and it is set 1,200 years before the events of The Witcher. So this is basically like the uh, uh, Rings of Power <laughs> for, for like The Witcher, where it's like set way, like thousands of years before the events we know. And it's basically... It's, it follows, follows the elves. Um, so everyone on the show is basically an el- is like, or most of the people are going to be elves. Um, but it's basically like it's we're, it's the events leading up to the conjunction of the spheres, which is like the big, you know, the big origin kind of big bang for the Witcher universe, where it's like all like the three separate worlds of like monsters, elves, and men fused together into one. Uh, oh, wait, they came from like a different existence. Yeah, they were all in their own separate like universes or like planes of existence, and then like the conjunction of the spheres fused them all together. That's why that's why there's elves in in monsters and men all on the same continents. See, I never like really looked into the lore of The Witcher to know that basically everyone came from a different planet, basically. Yeah, and then they all got smashed together. That's why like monsters are like because like monsters never existed until. The conjunction of the spheres, so like like men were just like wait what what elves and monsters <laughs> like and it's and then this I started like making witch like, that's why witches started getting, like being trained and stuff. I believe I believe in this this blood origin show is also gonna like dig dig into like the like the first witcher ever, like the like the prototype some witcher. dude yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, looks looks good. Um, looks like there's gonna be some, like, some cool fantasy action, some big battles, and then yeah, we'll hopefully we'll be able to see what like the, the conjunction of the spheres actually looks like. And that's that's be Christmas Day on Netflix, so you can spend Christmas with uh, Michelle Yeoh and the elves and <laughs> in the world of Witcher. And yeah, four four episode prequel. Um, and then next year is season three of The Witcher, and then after that, it's <laughs> who knows. Yeah, the Hemsworth era begins. So yeah, get get what you can now from The Witcher's <laughs> universe before it goes downhill. So uh, even like most most of the news this week is Netflix related. So moving on to other Netflix news. Um, they announced earlier this week, or earlier this week, that they have gotten the rights to Gears of War, so they are going to make a live-action feature film and an animated series, like an adult-focused animated series, like I guess I'm assuming like Castlevania or their other uh, animated shows they've developed recently, like Cyberpunk Edge Runners and uh, Arcade. Oh, it can be like anime slightly. I don't think they they haven't specifically said it's gonna be anime, but like I'm assuming it's gonna be. I mean, that's what they've they've done for most of their stuff, so maybe or maybe maybe it's gonna be more like a like I don't know, not like Western anim- animation style. And then yeah, and then a live action movie, um, which they haven't really said that there's not really like a, there's no director or actors or anything. <laughs> Right now, it's just like Netflix is just like, hey, we got the rights to it. <laughs> I think I would be interested if the movie was like just the game's story, and then like the the animated series was like digging into like something new or different or something. I can see that. I actually would prefer that than uh, them trying to 
make an original story that ties into the game, and then she's like, nope, that's what the story is now. Like, kind of like what uh, Halo did. Yeah. <clears throat> Which, again, I don't know why they went off the rails on that. They completely just did their own stuff, and no one liked it. I think the I think the only thing you get for live action movie is just yeah get get Dave Bautista in there. <laughs> I mean, he's got a good relationship with Netflix. Like I mean, just make him you know make him uh, Marcus Phoenix. Marcus Phoenix, yeah. Oh yeah. my god, he is a dead ringer for it. I didn't think about it. I was like, oh, who would play him? Like Bautista? Yeah. Yep. Totally fine. And. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, so Netflix, like, a ton, they've had a lot, there's, like, already been a, a ton of uh, video game stuff already, we got, there's a bunch more on the way, we got the Bioshock movie coming soon, we've got, uh, I think there's still, like, Ubisoft stuff, because, I mean, they had that huge deal with Ubisoft, they're supposed to be, like, the, like, the Assassin's Creed and, like, Splinter Cell animated series, I think, are coming to Netflix soon, or in the near future. They might they might work with like CG Project Red on something else because they're not gonna make another season of Edge Runners, but they're gonna like CG Project Red was like, oh yeah, we'll, we'll work with them again on something different that's not Edge Runners. That's so weird. Edge Runner was actually pretty good from what I've I've seen. I yeah, watched like yeah everyone, yeah, everyone loved Edge Runners and it like it like boosted Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven from like forgotten to like oh yeah this game came out and say it's it's, it's okay now <laughs> like. Yeah, Netflix, Netflix is, just, is just going, you know, all in on video game adaptations. And they've actually been shockingly good to great for most of them. So if they keep it up, I mean, I'm I'm into it. So they also uh, are going all in on Ryan Murphy. Um, so D- Dahmer, uh, is it, is it Monster of the Jeffrey Dahmer story has been absolutely destroying the Netflix charts and like basically like streaming charts in general. It's been like the highest rated show, like highest rated overviewed show like the last couple weeks. It's got like over a billion hours watched. Um, so, so they announced this week that there are two more, uh, seasons of the monster series as it's being called now coming. Uh, they haven't said who it's focused on, but it's going to be like other, other monstrous figures who have impacted society. So I don't know if that means like more serial killers or like other like Godzilla. <laughs> Surprise! Yeah. It's gonna be a Godzilla monster. Like I, I, I wouldn't like they, so they haven't specifically said it, but like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they did like you know like I don't know John Wayne, John Wayne Gacy or like I don't know, Ed Gein. I mean, dig into I'm I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if they like dig into like the other big serial killers. I mean, or if they're. Have you ever watched that like murder like documentary on on uh, HBO last year? I don't think so. No. It was like the Chicagoland murders, like this like mm-hmm. w- like Illinois killer, um, and the guy's still alive. Like it's from like the '60s, and now like that guy was like in his 20s, and now he's like you know, I don't know, like somewhere in his 80s, and they he just keeps claiming he's innocent and stuff. Yeah. It's different, but it's like. They usually have to do these kind of biopsy biop movies on dead serial killers that are like, no, no, super guilty. Like, no, no one's gonna like fight for, you know, to say he wasn't. So I'm wondering when that's gonna happen. 
like these like killers that basically they're just like teetering around the right store. Yeah. But yeah, but, but there's gonna be two more seasons of some sort of uh, you know dramatization of monstrous figures from history uh, coming from Ryan Murphy, and then we're also getting uh, season two of The Watcher, which is another, which uh, another Ryan Murphy show. Apparently, also I think it's also like been like really really popular on Netflix recently. I've been watching that. There's a season two. I don't understand. It's, like it's yeah, season two is coming. I don't know if it's gonna be like uh, same. <laughs> same cast or they're gonna go like American Horror Story and you're like here's another weird family like another family that's getting like watched by a weird person that they don't know <laughs> like or they I don't know who's watching Saki them I, I, I didn't because um... I mean it's because it's based on a true story um it which I, it's, like, it's like it's like it's like an unsolved mystery like no one knows no one knows who the hell the watcher actually is still so I thought they solved it and like no I, I don't think they ever no it's, I don't I think it's still like kind of unsolved they, know, they, they don't know who the hell sent those letters <laughs> Well, I don't want to get to know too much. I'm still watching it. It takes a while for it to get like to the mystery because the cast yeah. of that is pretty fun. I think I think the show like wildly exaggerates or like it's like it's like very very loosely based on like that true story. But the problem is with that show, at certain points, it's a comedy. Like mm-hmm. it, it, the tone is a comedy, the dialogue is a comedy, but then it's like suspense. But like it, it becomes like um, it becomes almost like a parody, like. Because I watch that like um, Netflix show that's like the girl across the street and blah blah blah. The one with Kristen, uh, uh, what's her face? Uh, the actress from Frozen who played oh, Nas- Krista Bell. Krista Bell, yeah, the one with Krista. There was a. Krista oh yeah, Bell. the girl, the girl who lived across the street from the girl on the bus or whatever that show was. Yeah, it's almost that level of parody of what's going on in certain sequences. So I'm like, I don't know where we are tonally like is this is this series like a joke because if it is it's brilliant like it's a slow burn comedy but if it's not like because it, it goes off the rails at some points like it not to spoil much but there's like blood cults and then there's just like ghosts and stuff and i'm like okay is this like real or is this like a misdirection and the show's like we won't know until like I don't know, the last two episodes, I keep watching. I swear, one episode is just like nothing happens. Just like their daily life living in Jersey. Mm-hmm. But yeah, more, more, more of that is on the way, apparently. <laughs> so um, we also, from Netflix, got some news about uh, their spinoff of uh the gentleman which is you know the guy Ritchie movie from 2019 um yeah like the, yeah the matthew McConaughey guy Ritchie movie um so there, there's gonna be a netflix spinoff series um set in that universe um it doesn't seem like any of the characters like any of the characters from the movie are gonna appear in it yet i mean I guess there's a chance they could, or they, but they haven't like specifically said like Matthew McConaughey's going to show up in the first episode, <laughs> like, um, but but it's basically um, uh, Theo James is starring in the show. He's like a soldier who inherits his father's estate, and he finds out that his estate is like one of the like pot farms, or like it's on like the empire that Mickey Pearson, aka Matthew McConaughey, owns. 
so then it's like oh it's, it's, it's like soldiers like going into like the world of like British underworld crime and then it's going to co-star um, Vinnie Jones uh, Kaya Scatolario Giancarlo Esposito Daniel Ings, Julie Richardson and Peter Serafinowicz Interesting. So yeah, cool. So cool. Interesting cast. Um, I I I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be weird. If, like if they never have anyone from the like if it's in the same universe, they never have anyone from the movie. In it. I mean, like if, if you make every character interesting, you don't need to just yeah. be like that because the world of the criminal underworld and that it could be fun. It's just, I just want to know like what, it's just like oh, just state pot farm. Like why? Why not show at least one character from that? Yeah, it's just gonna be like, oh, Mickey guy is he's right over that hill. He's like on the other side of that hill. That's him. He's back of his head as he's driving. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Guy Ritchie's fully on board. He's a showrunner, co-writer, executive producer. He's gonna direct the first two episodes of the show. So he is he's all in on this. Um. And it's gonna be maybe next. It's gonna it's going it's in production now. It's gonna probably so probably like maybe like next year Netflix. Um. Yeah. So if you're if you're a fan of the Gentleman movie, you're getting more of that universe soon on Netflix. And then uh, last bit of news for this week is that uh, we got the shocking news. I think like late last week that uh, Westworld is canceled over on HBO HBO slash HBO Max. Um, so the, the fourth season ended in August, and uh, there was kind of no word after. Like, I think people were expecting it, like the announcement, like like kind of like soon after that. But it's been you know two months, three months since it ended, and there was no word until now. But yeah, it's it, it's canceled. Um, I think that they're planning on having a fifth season, where like they were, like like uh, Lisa Joy, Jonathan Nolan were like plan like kind of like, hoping to have one more season to like wrap it up and then. That'd be it, but nope, <laughs> you're not. It's just like it just ends. Where, it just ended when season four ends. <laughs> um, and but the, the the main cast is getting paid. Like they like it's it'll be like as if there was a fifth season shot. So uh, really, they didn't get a paycheck for nothing. Yeah, they're basically it's like, hey, there's no season five, but you'll get paid. You're, you're getting paid along with like like Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy are also getting paid as a, as if there was a uh, season five because they had they, they all had, like pay to play contracts so like, like even if they didn't make it they they still still have to pay them so I, they probably cancel save money but then they just lost like like money again yeah well I guess, I guess the, the I guess the the cast paying the cast is cheaper than like making an entire season of Westworld because like entire season of Westworld is like a hundred million dollars and it, like it's to pay the cast is like ten to fifty million dollars. So I guess that makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah, like like season like season three, which is like, I think it was the most expensive season of the, sh- of the show, was like a hundred million dollars to make it, or like ten million dollars an episode. And then season four was like probably close to that. And then there was like people were were thinking like season five would have probably cost like eighty million at least to make. God damn. And the ratings have been going down. Like, uh, like, uh, since like, 
season one, like, yeah, like, obviously, like, super high ratings, like, a lot of, like, like, interest, like, people were, like, really, like, trying to follow the mystery every week, and then it's been, every season has kind of been ticking down, although, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people think season four was, like, a, which I, I, I'm definitely in that boat, too, like, season four was definitely, like, a big, like, a return to four, like, a big, like, upswing as far as, like, the story and stuff. It was, like, it was definitely, like, more interesting than, like, season three. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's been, like, it's finally, the rate, like, the viewership must not have been worth the the cost to HBO. But, yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll never, like, I guess, like, it, season four kind of ended, like, you, you could kind of be like, oh, okay, and then it's just, like, that's, that's. Kind of like you could like kind of see that as like a series finale. That's fine, but I guess but there was like a plan for, for some sort of like actual ending. Um, that will I guess we'll never find out. Hopefully, maybe they do like a I don't know like a, a book or a comic or something. <laughs> like just like get get whatever idea that they had for like to end it with. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of like. Students, so I don't know if it ends on a good note or just sort of like, eh. Like I, I did see a sort of a spoiler where like, it seems like the robots won. Yeah. Oh well, definitely season three and four definitely get into like the like crazy like future world plot stuff. Like obviously, future world's like the sequel to like, there's a future world the movie which is like the sequel to Westworld the movie, and that got you know that future world got into like oh we're replacing like, human, like, government officials around the world with, like, robots, and it's, it, it like, this big global conspiracy, and that's, they definitely got into that, like, that kind of stuff in, like, season three and four. Because it, it was, like, season three and four was, like, there's a lot of, like, we're not in the park anymore, we're out in the real world, we're, like, we're, like, dealing with, like, government, like, we're, like, there's different different factions of hosts are out in the real world, like, trying to, like, do the, the different, like, agendas, And they're they're dipping the parks a little bit, like you do, you get like a little like like little hits of the park stuff throughout. But yeah, it was, it was mostly like we're out we're out in like the future, whatever the whatever the year Westworld set in with like hover cars and corporations and all that stuff. Fascinating. But uh, yeah, another, but yeah, another another casualty of the you know this crazy. HBO Discovery restructuring. And probably probably more in the way because I think I think you still have to like figure out more more money to more cut. What you say if yeah, because they were like however many million or billion in debt when they bought <laughs> when they got, when Discovery bought HBO so or when they bought Warner so. But uh, yeah, that's it for uh, news this week. So I jump into show and tell. And uh, Chris, did you see anything in the last week or so here? Uh, I've been catching up on Cabinet of Curiosities. Yep. Or Cabinetry of Curiosities. Yep. Uh, I was not prepared for how long the intros of Guillermo del Toro would be for like. <laughs> they're, not, they're not that long. No, but like they get very intricate. It's just like, oh, anyway, like. Well, it gets interesting. Kind of rambles about certain things, and then just anyway, here's this movie. I'm like, I don't know how this is gonna connect. Well, they built a fucking real cabinet of curiosities. You gotta, you gotta use it. 
Like he bought, like they created like this whole crazy cabinet that you can like pull switches and levers on to make things like open up or like transform other things. Like, yeah, that's really easy. real. Some parts yeah. are like. I, yeah, I think they actually, I think they actually built like this like that like super elaborate cabinet like that he uses to like pull drawers out or like pulls a lever and like a key pops out of like a side or something like. Wow. I mean, they probably have to like reset it a few times so then they just swap out parts because mm-hmm. some some scenes I'm like okay like this is getting kind of like long for the explanation just for my liking like it's it's. Mm-hmm. Some parts when he's just like going on about it, I'm like, cool, it's gonna be a great monster. And then it's like, oh, it's just the more of the same. For example, first two episodes are great, but marathoning the show back to back, it's the same plot of the first thing. Just like criminals who mess with the dead. One way or another. Oh um, Did you get to did you did you get to the autopsy yet? Yep, I got I got to um Pikmin's model. Okay. So you've so you seen, like, I the first five. Pikmin, yeah, the first five. I heard Pikmin Design was the best, but in my opinion, it has the worst, like, just get to the ending part. And then I just, like, don't know. I, don't, I couldn't understand what anything's going on anymore. <laughs> like, at least the first two episodes sort of introduce you the monster and the fear. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you don't need to know more. The first episode though goes into uh, the like storage unit one. Yeah. Okay, premise. Very cool with like karma, and then it like politely ends before you need any more explanation <laughs> or any reasoning, right? Mm-hmm. Second episode, same thing. You understand a good amount. In fact, you didn't need to show me the like I don't know Peter Jackson rat that they had in the tunnels. Well, that was that was the you, you gotta have, you know, every episode has to have like like a bit like a like a big like actual practical creature. But there was two. There was like the yeah. zombie woman. The, yeah, the zombie whatever, and then like yeah, the the, the giant so like giant, giant rat. rat queen. Yeah. Which I didn't understand. I I was like, what? Like, is this a servant of the zombie queen? Is this part of? Well, the there's English there's, countryside. There's like there's hints that it's like um there's something like Lovecrafting going on because like like the, he ends up in that tomb and it's got like a Cthulhu statue in it and stuff so there's like there's some there's like probably there's some sort of like eldritch like cosmic horror stuff going on under under that graveyard. All right. Uh, autopsy was good. I actually liked the autopsy. The cosmic horror was really like. It did a little of, like, Stranger Things with the, the small town bumpkins, and then it leaned to the cosmic horror, and then just kept on going, which was fine. Like, I like the build-up, I like the whole, like, twist. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it, it had a nice, like, open-ended ending that you can be, feel satisfied with, right? But Pikmin's model, from what I understand, everyone was like, raving about, like, this is really great, like, Lovecraftian story, and then this is the, like... This is the best episode of the bunch. I oh, I also skipped the um, fitting in or the outsider, the one with. Uh, oh, that 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 one's fun. That that one's that like fun. That one's that one's that one's like probably the most like humorous episode of the entire series. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't mind that one. I just have like I'm I'm so far in that category of like oh, so this was not in her head. It's in her head. I don't know. 
Oh, did everyone else that she was around transform with the cream? I, it, yeah, it, it's it, the, the cream is like the stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I get like it's supposed to be metaphoric and then not. I thought it was gonna be metaphoric, like it's just all in her head. It actually is just like a fever dream from having. It's like a Black Mirror episode. What do you think it's gonna be this? She's just, thing too, like, she's just like Kate Kuchis in the hospital, just like you have. She's in a you, coma. You have, you've, you've experienced horrible skin disease. <laughs> like your skin is falling off, basically. Yeah, I thought it would be that. The twist is that like beauty is in the eye, the eye of the beholder, but like the beholder is also kind of crazy. So like, mm-hmm. it feels like she's never beautiful, even though she always has been. And that was like the gimmick of it. Like she's always been a good person, but like putting this cream made her like crazy and like kind of sinister and then you know she sacrificed her husband to reach this new level but mm-hmm. like i'm fine it ends on that note good pickman's model it 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 really ramps up the stake really ramps up like the creepiness it introduces to me like too many things at once and then it just leaves before you have time to process it like it's like if you think about it it's got evil paintings Crispin Freeman, or... Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover, already, like, a, a real-life crazy person. Yeah. And then, like, you have um, a troll, and then you have, like, <laughs> um, demonic visions from the picture or, like, your own self-darkness? Yeah, well, the they definitely expand on the original story, because the original Lovecraft story is that like um like I, I like um third, third i think i, I think because a lot of times like the like narrator doesn't have a name but i think i, I think it is like it is thurber in the story as well as like this uh episode too but like the the, the reveal in that in the short story is like oh he fi- like he goes and like sees like he, he goes to like pikmin's studio and then like he like keeps going deep and deeper, and they get darker and darker. Like pictures get like more and more horrifying, and mm-hmm. then he like then he sees a monster, and he's like, "Oh, like this isn't just like Pikmin's like horrible imagination. Like he actually like he's painting real things that are horrible." But that's the thing. It's like that's that's, that's the only, that's, that's the whole reveal. That's like it's like oh these right, right. These, these so real that's monsters. fine. That's yeah. fine if you showed me like other things that you oh shit this is not from his mind like. This is things that have happened, and he's witnessed it, and you know it's going on to this day. You know, like do that. Don't give me like the pictures can can like mind warp you. Yeah. Like, just I like if you tell me it has to be like a certain person, uh, you have to have a certain weirdness in your heart or something, or like traumatic experience. Like it, it, it can't just pick anyone who looks at it. Like give me like some rules. I'm fine with that. It's the Silent Hill. The uh, only calls to you when you have something kind of in you that matches it. Like if else, like you just ignore it or like it doesn't want you. Like you're not the target. But in this, it makes it seem like oh, you look at it long enough, you can fucking go crazy. But like the movie, the the show doesn't tell you that. It's just like eh. That's why I think the original short story works best because it's like oh this one guy was very observant and he realized like something's not right, but everyone in his art community didn't realize that. Yeah. I think the time jump doesn't really help too. Cause like, Oh, he it was just every, like, like, 
Ben Barge is just fine for years, and then like if, if like he forgot about like I didn't forget about the paintings, but like it feel it, like I feel like it would have been probably better if it was just all like you know like one week they're all they're all in college, and then it's like oh he went like he like he was friends with Pikmin, and then they like he like saw his paintings and, like insane, and but then it's like it's like it jumps it jumps like you know a decade or whatever. It's like oh he's just been like hanging out and like <laughs> Pikmin hasn't done anything. He's just he's like Pikmin just shows up like one day he's like hey I'm back I got more paintings like yeah yeah that's the thing it doesn't help with that pacing so I'm like what has he been doing to I guess he burned through his family's money that was the maybe that's what he did yeah he for money and then I guess his money was running out so he had to get the job the gallery job. But what gallery's like, hey, we should put in some of these, like, satanic-inspired photos. Like, this is great for our college or whatever. Like, yeah, that will, like, 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 uh, like, Ben Barnes' assistant is just like, hey, this guy's got, this guy's got the, the goods. <laughs> yeah, he's got what the kids want these days. Like, yeah. Or, like, that's where I'm like, wait, does this, this, this is still, like, the prudish times of the 1910s or whatever. Like, you, you yeah. can't post, like. If it's not Renaissance inspired, like it's not this. Let alone like just the amount of like intensity you get from the photos. Like I'm not an art major, like you know that. But it's one of those things where like I, as just a common man observer, would look at that painting and went, "That's disturbing." And just like you can't just put a gallery of that and be like, "Kids, like pay a nickel and come check out this gallery." Like what? Mm-hmm. Like, he's the curator. Like, he has the final say. How did this supersede him? <laughs> so, that, I'm just, I'm nitpicking that, of course. But yeah. Yeah. It just ends at the good part of Pikmin's model. Like, you, it peels back so much, like, madness, and then it's like, oh, the model corrupted his family somehow? Yeah, it, it definitely feels, it definitely feels, the ending feels a bit rushed, where it's just like, here's, here's all the craziness, and like, two minutes and then the episode's over like yeah yeah which i'm like i don't like that pacing i they spend too much time showing us like i don't know like how hard it is to be like an art businessman yeah and like uh and, 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 and the rules of the paintings are also like kind of it's because it's like because like ben barnes stares at those paintings like multiple times and he's seems he's fine but then his wife and kid, kid like look at it like for like five minutes once and they're and they go they both they're both like fucking insane well that's the thing i don't know if that's the rule like i i if you showed me pikmin gave him a special preview the day before and then fuck with them fine mm-hmm. like, pikmin didn't mention that to ben at all like that's one of his like last revenge for like getting killed is like no matter what i he wins because he did the he knew that in the end like he corrupted that family for whatever mm-hmm. reason right show me that that's like a better way where you, it reveals that like maybe pikmin send them a portrait like another one that was like he never mentioned and they hung it up and it like corrupts them like He's able to, like, destroy the ones in the museum, but he goes home and notices that basically there's a new painting on the wall, and it's, like, from Pikmin. Mm-hmm. And that just that makes the family go nuts. That's it, right? That, fine. But you, I mean, we never got resolution on, like, his partner, who's also gone crazy at the, at the museum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The resolution of Pikmin's house burning. 
we, we don't even know anything about that troll that shows up. <laughs> yeah. The actual, the actual, like, Lovecraftian creature that's running around. <laughs> so, that's, like, the, the, the thing I have about that. Like, it spends... I thought that'd be, like, sort of, like, a... Uh, it really breaks, like, the rhythm. I, I, I don't mind it, right? And I'm not a huge Lovecraftian person, but I like the ideas. I like the, like, this drives you mad. Like, it's something unspeakable horror, and one man is trying to, like, stop it. Those are usually, like, the two things that every Lovecraftian story has in common. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's old-timey. Like, you know, it's something in late uh, 19th century. But, like, I don't know. I was, like, I was hoping for more. So I didn't mind the series so far, but I don't know if it gets better than this. Is it scratching that uh, Masters of Horror itch? <laughs> it is. I think you gave me a heads up about it, and it's, it's like, I f- totally I, great. I, f- I, feel, I feel like these are more consistently, like, s- the same, like, quality level. Because Masters of Horror, like, we've, I mean, oh, we've, yeah. we've talked about it before. Like, we, we've talked about it. It's what, one of the things we love about it is, like, it's so insane of, like, well, like, it's, it's either going to be, like, really awesome. Like, this is, like, super awesome, like, super creepy, like, a great, like, use of this, like, dr- like horror director. Or this is, like crazy schlock that is insane <laughs> but it's hilarious like, they, they are using a reenactment budget yeah mm-hmm. i understand at least the look and feel is consistent i i will say that you're right that basically this is a yeah. better anthology horror story but i feel like they did this just to compete against like twilight zone and and i don't know another anthology horror series in the last two years maybe there has i mean there's a, i mean no one really talks about that Jordan Peele Twilight Zone anymore. Um, I mean, there's Creep Show, but um, that's that's more that's definitely more like dark humor, like uh, like wacky, <laughs> like 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 the outs like the outside is probably like that's like the most Creep Show esque <laughs> one like episode of like Captain Curiosities. That's true. Creep Show really does play more in the like oh the person you love the most is going to do something messed up to you because of, like... Whatever, well, well, well Creep Show is more like horrible people getting their comeuppance because that it's it's based on, like, the easy comics, so it's, like, always, like, oh, it's it's this, you know, adulterer, like, criminal, or, like, and then they do something... Artist, so, right? They do, so, do something horrible, super horrible, and it's, like, oh, but then they're the victim's corpse is back as a zombie to eat them, or, like, or they, they get, like... Yeah. That, that's actually, you describe like, I don't know, half that series right now. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. so many I've read about that. Like, the housewife that kills the husband, the Connors that kills a drifter, yeah. uh, the friend that killed another friend by accident. It's like always the same thing. Mm-hmm. You're right, it is like that. I, I That's why I like the, maybe that's why I like the, the Outsider a little bit more because it's very classic of just like, yeah, something bad's going to happen to this like happy couple. <laughs> And Dan Stevens doing whatever the hell he was doing in that episode. Just improvising and eating. I don't, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. What the hell was his accent? It was like you're like vaguely European, but I couldn't figure out like what the hell country he's supposed to be from. I don't know. Or he was trying to do like a southern accent, but it failing it's like super failing horribly. Like well, it sounded like something like Fargo esque. Like that 
Oh, he's, he's like mid, like Midwestern. Yeah, like Minnesota-esque. But definitely, definitely not. Definitely, it's definitely not the Minnesota. Like, does it, like he's, he was like going like you know like. No, but that's that's not having a California accent. It just starts merging. Yeah. I, I I'm definitely interested. Like the 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 last three are like all all pretty good. Um, I'm definitely curious to like see what you think about the viewing, the like the Pam's Cosmatos episode, because <laughs> that one that one's like very psychedelic and crazy. I'll give it a shot. Like again, I uh, I'm up for watching these. Just, but I was on a, I was like basically marathoning these, and I was like, huh, the tones are it's like the the like plot pacing wildly shifts. Mm-hmm. The first episode really does set the expectation where, like, it's not going to really go into detail to the monster. It's going to build up the atmosphere and explain why it's here, but it doesn't explain, like, you know, this is how you kill it. This, these are the super rules. But at least it gives me, like, an indication. But to go back to the, the storage unit one, yeah, uh, whoever that, like, I don't know, occultist book collector is, just like the wrong person for the job to like even. <laughs> I, I kind of laugh when that guy got killed. Yeah. I thought it'd be like a trick. He wanted to sacrifice. Uh, he's part of whatever like cult or whatever it was. Yeah. Just, no, he turns out he's just like incompetent. Should have just stuck to that uh, like table or whatever, <laughs> like the, the, the table that he found too. And just, and just uh, that that first episode is just also just like great, like Tim Blake Nelson just being a dirty creep, <laughs> like, being a racist creep. And that's the thing uh, too; it's like they establish him to not be like a good character. He's a yeah. swindler, but you know his life sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the the cast of all these is, has been like pretty awesome. Like all, all the cast of all these episodes are all like. All star, great <laughs> across the board. I agree. It, it, it was uh, pretty fun. Uh, definitely gonna finish it. You know, I'm not gonna stop halfway through because uh, mm-hmm. each one kind of stands on its own. Uh, I don't mind the series. It, it was a fun October to now viewing. I just got. I just want better hopes that like all the other short stories figure out the pacing don't just like rush to the end and just don't drop bombs on me at the end which is like anyway here's this big reveal and and it's over like what what i mean yeah, i don't i don't yeah i don't think like yeah mo- like most like most of them are like pretty like the, the last two are definitely like more slow birds of like yeah uh, it's, it's you're kind of just like hanging out with the characters for like almost the like runtime that it's like it kind of slowly reveals like what is actually happening And then, and then, and then you got dreams. Dreams in the Witch House, which is another like that's adapted straight from like Lovecraft, which is which is also the the only episode that's like also a messes of horror episode. That's why it sounds familiar. Yeah, which I think I think I mentioned it last week when I talked about uh, Kevin Curiosities, but like that, yeah, Dreams in the Witch House, the uh, messes of horror episode is directed by Stuart Gordon, who directed like Reanimator. Which I feel I, I feel like I still I, I should definitely still like like watch that episode just like be have like a direct comparison between the two shows <laughs> like oh this is like the Master of Horror version this is the Gabriel Toro version. Yeah, I'm, I'm 
Did the Dreams of Witch House like Guillermo del Toro direct that? He didn't. He didn't direct any of them. Um, no, he Dreams directed. Didn't he, he direct he, one at the first episode? He, no, that was Guillermo Navarro directed the first episode. Ah, I see. He Guillermo del Toro wrote the short story for that first episode, and then he also wrote the story for the last episode, like the murmuring. But yeah, Catherine Hardwick of Twilight directed uh, Dreams of the Witch House, and then you got yeah, Pals Cosmatos is the is the viewing, and then you got Jennifer Kent for the last episode, who directed the Babadook. And yeah, the the, the Jennifer Kent episode is very Babadook. It's very like horror is a metaphor for like grief and you know like emotional trauma. But uh. Anything else, Chris, besides uh, Cabinet Curiosities? Uh, trying to finish the Hulk. I have, uh, I've gotten to the episode where uh, Wong had to defeat the fake magician in court. That's like, <laughs> that episode like three. What? That's how far behind? I think, yeah, I feel like that's, that was pretty early on. That was like middle of, this, middle of the show. I just like stopped watching it, but I'm picking it back up, watching it again. Yeah, that's oh, and uh, Game of Thrones, the last episode. Of Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, that was like that was like four episodes. Yeah, that was like episode four is like the uh, the Wog episode of She Hulk, and there's like there's tw- there's nine, so you're almost halfway through. Cool. You're you're like you're like three episodes away from the the Daredevil episode. Is that the season finale? He like so it, it's he, he, the second he, the second to last episode he showed and then uh. It's then the next episode after that is the season finale. But, uh, yes, yeah, so as far as what I've been watching, um, so the big thing I saw is I got, I checked out Weird, the El Yankovic story on Roku Channel. Uh, <laughs> which, probably, I mean, Easily the biggest thing the Roku Channel has ever done. <laughs> like the last, the last big thing announcement from them was like, "Hey, we got all the Quippy shows." <laughs> but yeah, th- yeah. This, but this is huge high profile. They're obviously promoting it. Um, if you have a Roku device, it, it, like you have Roku Channel, I think you can. I think you can also just download Roku Channel as like a streaming app on other devices or on your phone, mobile phone, or just go on like Roku.com and watch it. But uh. But yeah, so but but, but yeah, weird, weirdly yeah, like, story. It is the Weird Al biopic, but like in true Weird Al fashion, it is a like it's it's basically a, it's a parody of bio, musical biopics. It's basically it's like it's very much in the vein of like Walk Hard. If you like Walk Hard, you're definitely gonna love Weird. Because it's it's, cause it's that same like it's like playing into like all the cliches of like musical biopics of like um. Like the like the rise and fall, like the, the dark the dark period where he like he like alienated everybody but but it's like it's it's extra funny here because it's like it's obviously like 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 weird al is like like by all accounts like the like sweetest nicest person in the world <laughs> so it's like you see this like dark it's just like he's like drunk on stage and like like yelling at his band and like like it's just like it's like this is like like so the polar opposite of what weird al personality actually is so that's it's like, like you want you want what the real al is like this is what the real al is like yeah, it's basically it's basically a scene um, during the like it's like it's like the the, the dark period 
where it's like he's like drunk on stage, just like yelling at the audience, and it basically he's basically he basically turns like Jim Morrison. <laughs> it's like he's like he's like the other guy's not like not wearing a shirt. He's like, like it's just like you do you, you what do you. I'm not gonna. What, what do you guys want? You want me to whip it out? I'll whip it out. <laughs> like, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, but, but basically, um, yeah. So Dan Rickles played Yale, and, and it, yeah, it's, it's just goes through like his life, quote unquote. I there, there's there's glim there's like really there's like glimmers of like truth in here. It's like he like actually what you know like Weird Al was was discovered by Doctor Demento, but but the movie version is like way more like over the top and crazy. Um. And yeah, it's, it's just like a lot of like really like th- th- that walk hard like p- parody humor. It's like like it's just like it's everything about everything is like over the top and r- ridiculous. <laughs> like um, all all the early scenes with like young Al, where like he like it's like his like father is like super against like uh, accordions <laughs> for for whatever reason. Like and then uh, Thomas Lennon shows up as like a like an accordion salesman, and it's like. Is like uh like 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 has like here son try this accordion and then like Al's like like instantly like 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 this is like what I need to do in my life and then his father played by Toby Huss shows up and is like what is that you you dare you you bring that devil squeeze box in my house you <laughs> get out of here and this like beating the shit out of Thomas Lennon just like savagely beating him down and then like this then the scene keeps going where like Al and his mom are having like, this like conversation like about like um like. Like oh you can, like his mom's like oh you, you can keep the accordion but just don't, don't play in the house like uh, they'll be our secret and then like Thomas Lennon meanwhile is still like lying on the floor just like moaning in pain just being like someone call a doctor please <laughs> I'm bleeding. Um, Is it like a movie or TV series? It's it's a movie. Ah, I feel it would be funny if it was like a mini series. Yeah. And there's like a, there's also like a young Al scene later on where it's like his friends are actually trying to get him to like go, go to a party. It's like it's all the setup is like oh it's like they're they're going to this party and they're like drinking and smoking like weed and whatever. But then they get to the party, it's like it's a polka party. So they're like passing around, they're like they're like passing an accordion around, like they're passing around like a bong, but it's an accordion. And I guess the Al like obviously like starts shredding in the accordion. Everyone's just like oh my god, you're amazing. <laughs> And they get they get arrested and it's like your son was we arrested your son playing accordion. <laughs> he was he was at a polka party and his parents were just like what a polka party? And it's just like there's like all sorts of like craziness like there's there's a scene that's basically like a parody of like uh like the pool scene from Boogie Nights. Which is like, like Doctor Demento's house when like Doctor Demento's like, hey Ali, you should come over to my 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 I'm having a pool party like tomorrow. You should come over in my house and hang out. And it's just like, but it's, it's like straight up that scene from Boogie Nights. And it, but it's like every everyone there is like an '80s like kind of nerdy pop culture icon. It's like Pee Wee Herman and Elvira and Andy Warhol and like Salvador Dali and like and it's and all played by like like comedians or like famous people like like Conan O'Brien's Andy Warhol. I can see that. <laughs> and like uh. I think uh, Jerome Tacone is like Pee Wee, and uh, is it is Nathan Fielder? I think is uh, uh, Tiny Tim, like the, like the tiptoe through the tulips, like Tiny Tim. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> and there's like there's like a whole subplot with like Pablo Escobar, and then like the, and then like all the Madonna stuff with like Evan Rachel Wood playing Madonna, and like <laughs> they're like they're like torrid love affair. But yeah, it's it, it 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 it's fantastic. It's it's so hilarious. Like it's it's like there's like like 
I, I think you definitely need to be like I think you definitely need to like just be like have like a general knowledge of like L like his like general career like how he like because there's some there's stuff where it's like it's it's playing off of like it's 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 basically the opposite of like reality that happened. So mm-hmm. if you don't know if you don't know like the actual like truth of like what they're like making like what the joke is then it might go over your head. I, I think a lot, a lot of it, I think a lot of it's a ton of it is still like super funny if you're not like a super like Weird Al fan or like you don't really know a lot about like his like biography or anything but if you do if you do have like that knowledge then there's like a lot of like great like just like inside jokes or like jokes that like are playing off of like stuff like you're you're like what you know about al and his his life like oh you thought you know about the real al here's the true story (laughs) there's like a there's a whole thing about like like uh eat it and beat it it's like hilarious (laughs) like they flip like they basically like like, flip around like the like creation (laughs) And it's, and it's a whole thing of like Al's like I'm am I'm, I'm doing parody songs I'm I'm only making original songs now <laughs> like he, like he, like he, it turns like the like the like uh like I'm I'm like a the genius artist now I'm not like the like wacky parody person I'm a, I'm a serious artist now <laughs> oh he goes to like his own like uh blue phase or whatever like yeah I've like some like weird thing they call it when an artist reinvents himself yeah. But yeah, def, def, definitely that definitely shares a lot of DNA with like Walk Hard. It's like, but, but it's basically it's like it's basically Walk Hard. But if 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 Dewey Cox was like an actual musician that like, like in real life that there there were then like this, the biopic was like a, a parody of 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 his life. That that's that's weird it is basically. So definitely definitely check it out if uh if you're a weirdo fan. It's on and it, it's free on Roku channel. So just figure out how to get how to get Roku channel if you don't have a Roku and watch it. And then uh, the other thing I watched is I saw the uh, the seventh voyage of Sinbad, which came from my uh, Netflix disc subscription. So this is the 1958 classic um, with with the like probably best known for like the Ray Harryhausen special effects. Like this is one of the big Ray, Ray Harryhausen stop motion movies because it was shot in dynam dynamation, which is, which was like I think like Ray Harryhausen's like like that was. Like, they call like his like uh, you know brand of stop motion animation, dynamation. Jeez. And uh, so so you, so you got like you got creatures like it's like the Cyclops is like the big creature from this one, and the, but there's also like a dragon, and uh, this 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 is the first like skeleton. Every hair has a skeleton, um, and then they would have like they'd like kind of up the ante in chasing the Argonauts. Because um, there's there's like there's like one there's one skeleton in this movie, and then they have like. A whole army of them in Jason Argonauts, um, like yeah, seven of them. But this, this is like the first big like test of that, which and it's it's great. It's like any anytime like Ray Harrison is like a skeleton, it's it's amazing. And there's like a, there's a big there's a big like Cyclops dragon fight later like in the movie that's like a just like an awesome like stop motion animation showcase. Um. But yeah, but basically, 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 the plot is you have Sinbad, um, and he is. It's, it's kind of weird because it, it takes place like in media res, like they're coming home from an adventure, and then it's like, oh, we just like our last stop before we get home is like this weird island where the, the, the Cyclops is, um, and they also like take, they, they, they get this like magician on board who has a magic lamp with a genie in it. But then the, the the lamp gets like lost when they're trying to get rid of, escape from the Cyclops. So the, this magician's like basically like when they get back to like 
Baghdad, where like Sinbad is like gonna marry this, this princess. This, this magician's like, well, we gotta get back to the island and get the magic lamp back. So he's, he's like doing all this like shady stuff to try to get them like to go back to like the island and like fun expedition, Inclu- including like shrinking the princess down to like a tiny size. And then he's like, well, she got cursed. You gotta we gotta go back, we gotta go back to the island because I'm the only one like this. this we, island is like the only place where you can, like solve the, like reverses curse on the princess. He did it, and he's like, yeah, that's how you fix it. Yeah, he shrinks the princess. And he's like, oh, well. She got cursed, so uh, I, if we go back to the, the island where my magic lamp got lost, um, we can like I know how to like I, I just happen to have a castle there, and also I know like I know like there's like stuff we can use on the, on the island to, like like make a, a, a potion to like get her back to the normal size. So then like everyone's like, all right, I guess <laughs> that makes sense. We'll go back. <laughs> and also, but then, but then like Sinbad like gets a crew of like like murderers and criminals because they they can't like get enough. Sailors, I guess, to, like to like it, through like his his men. There's not enough like men to like like you know like sail the ships. So he just like go to, like the prison, like get all these like murderers. And then they like they, they, they like immediately like turn like mutiny and, like turn on him. <laughs> have, like as soon as like the void starts, basically they're like, well, we're gonna mutiny. We're all gonna mutiny now. Okay. But then but then they manage to like uh, they're like sailing. They go off course and they like end up in like. It's like I don't think it's like it's not like the sirens, but it's like similar to the sirens, and they all go like go they go they all go crazy. But no, uh, the Argonauts, like I actually just like those are his men, or they're just like J- well, Jason, 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 the Argonauts is totally like J- so that's like that's like Greek mythology. That's like just like Jason and uh, okay, so that's so, yeah, cross over yeah. Sinbad at all. Yeah, yeah, Sinbad is like you know like uh, Arabian Nights like um. That like he's like uh, that sort of adventurer. There's, there's genies and snake women and uh, but, then, but but also like but also like yeah like dragons and like cyclops. Which it's kind of, like it's kind of, it's kind of like a, a, a mishmash of like uh, mythology stuff going on. Apparently, apparently also like it's, this movie's called The Seventh Voyage of Sinbad, but it apparently does not follow the story of The Seventh Voyage of Sinbad. It's like it's basically it's more of like the third and the fifth combined apparently. He just goes off rails and does his own thing. Yeah, but yeah, it's it it's fun. It's like a super fun old school adventure. Like there's a lot of like swashbuckling and you get to, you get to see a lot of like awesome Ray Harryhausen creatures and uh some, some cool like 50 special effects and stuff. So yeah, definitely definitely worth checking out. Um, and I, I guess they made like they made there's like two other movies that are like not. I think it's a series, but there's I don't think they're really related too much because it's not the same character like actor playing Sinbad in any of them and there's, there's like totally different characters in like all three of them so I don't think it's like it's not like a like you know continuing story <laughs> I don't think it's just like they just happen to make three Sinbad movies and it, it, doesn't start the same, it doesn't start the same actor right no it's it's all different actors each one and also the the, the second like the, the two other ones are, are from the 70s and this one's from the 50s so it was like 20 years later like oh we should make more Sinbad movies <laughs> For some reason, um, but 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 Ray Harris Ray Harris like worked on all of them, so you get all like all of them have like the stop motion Ray Harris and stuff going on. So yeah, but yeah, if you have stop motion, like kind of like old school, you know, like old school adventure, old school special effects, definitely check it out. And 
yeah, so that's it for me this week. So we wrap things up. Definitely head over to the site. We've got all of our usual stuff up there. Um, you can check out our commentary from last month, which was uh, what did we do? Wait, oh, Morbius. Morbius, <laughs> this is, yeah. This is the scariest of all Marvel movies. Um, and we're gonna have another one up very soon, just not for Thanksgiving. So stay tuned to the site for that. Um, you can check out all the trailers and all the others. We have reviews and all sorts of other stuff out there. So head over, check all that stuff out. And uh, yeah, so for Chris, I'm Zach, and we will see you next week. For more Everything Action, head to www.everythingaction.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, at EVAction, on Facebook by searching for Everything Action, and follow us on Instagram at everything.action. You can also subscribe and get more episodes on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify.